Hello, and welcome back to Big Gay Nerds Plays Blades in the Dark. I'm your GM, Saturn. I go by they, them pronouns, and you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Celestial Mecca, where I post a bunch of bullshit. Uh, Fern, let's start with you. Hey, Steve. Uh, I play Ira, the slide, and you can find me at Very Fern, where I also post, I mainly just retweet, to be honest, but still, a lot of bullshit. Valid. <laughs> Next up, let's go with Levi. Hello, I am Levi, they, them, uh, pretty contributor to the show. I play Kristoff Skora, codenamed Flint, the leech. All right. How about Owen? Hey, I am Owen, uh, founder and director of Big Gay Nerds. I play Blondie. Uh, no, I play Franz Blondie Drakentoten, who is the cutter. And last but not least, Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. Uh, she, her. I play, at least this time, Thalia, the Shade, Pharaoh's Kinclaith. Um,. You can also find me at Radio Inactivity on Twitter. And I also co-host another podcast where I talk about dumb bullshit with my best friend called The Gorge, and you should come check it out. Thanks. Last time, uh, speaking of Sarah uh, playing <laughs> one character this time, Sarah was the embodiment of the uh, chicha head. How come your mom lets you have two hot dogs uh, <laughs> image? She said I'm a and played, played two characters, uh, both Arden and Thalia. Uh, it was a pretty uh, productive downtime thing Harold. as you all sort of recovered from your uh, ambush and prepared to go raid a train in an uh, increasingly near amount of time. And then uh, Arden had a duel with with her brother, uh, which she won, thankfully for her. And then Thalia came back into the picture trying to figure out what the hell happened to him because he is missing. Mm -hmm. So with that... Thalia, hey. I believe you were asking something, if I recall correctly. I believe you were making a demand of someone. I was making a demand of the Azure Rose, the, the demon in the stone that we've come into possession of, um, to find Rosalind and whatever it takes <laughs> i think that i think this the stone even said there's a price and thalia mm -hmm. does not care your husband it lingers for a moment first my price you'll charge the cage as you have before fine. tonight fine i assume you're good for it so we can move on he picked a fight he shouldn't have He's currently in the care of a trusted ally, let's say. Laying low so his many enemies won't know he's vulnerable. Uh, to feigning going off-grid, you might say. Picked a fight with... Oh, no. I can lead you to him, but that would cost extra, of course. And what would this extra entail? Oh, it's just an errand, well within your usual means. And if you're successful, an influential person would be in your debt. A debt you can likely leverage to get an upper hand on your little revenge mission. Think of it as me helping you help 
yourselves. Hmm. And I'm sure there's nothing in it for you except... Well... I'm sure... You'll find some way to make use of us, won't you? (laughs) Please, I'm just invested in your success. A humble stone locked away for hundreds of years, surely not meaning to cause any harm to anyone. Of course not. Fine. For what it's worth, you'd be helping me settle an outstanding debt. Oh, so glad to help you wrap up loose ends. But very well. I'll talk to the others, if that's what needs to be done. Of course. So, um, this has been happening in our base, and, Mm -hmm. like, maybe this is too silly for the sort of game this is, but I do like the idea of just panning over, and the rest of us are just standing there. (laughs) Like... (laughs) I will say, I'm assuming Thalia was speaking out loud, and I don't think... Even though the Azure Rose has a tendency to speak mm. telepathically, it mm. wouldn't have necessarily been uh, keeping that. It wouldn't have been putting that on private or whisper, right. so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are just over in the corner watching Mommy and Daddy argue. <laughs> mom and Dad, mom, mom fight with a rock. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> um, hi, Thalia. Um, we've kind of just been debating over whether or not we should use that thing to help with uh, another issue, so uh, you kind Shade, of... Miss Shade, thank you for coming by. Uh, thank you for coming <laughs> by. We were wonder- We were just talking about you. See, the the, the rock has, uh, has a proposition that involves you, of course, which seems to be a theme hmm. with the rock. Well, The Rock also has a proposition that involves the rest of you as well, if it means I'm to find my idiot husband. Understandable. I'm just thinking about The Rock, the dude. <laughs> the wrestler. Oh, man, if, yeah, he's if just the gonna Azure drop Rose was just Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he would not, it would not be here. He would be, like, doing, taking care of shit for himself. <laughs> yeah, Rock the Dwayne Johnson would not uh, spend this long Wait, talking. Wait, sorry, Rock the Dwayne Johnson? That's the name. No, I love it. <laughs> I did not come up with that. I'm sorry. Oh no, it's so good. <laughs> it's excellent. The Dwayne. The Dwayne. <laughs> Anyways, it's okay. Um, um, but we were uh, uh, so for us. What was it again that we were actually bargaining for? I know that the. <laughs> You wanted to know about the Sun Shard specifically, if I recall. For us to learn what the Sun Shard is, which is in this letter. Have you seen this letter, by the way? Um. Uh, Oh yeah, Thalia wouldn't have yet, no. Excellent. Oh, there's a bouncy on our heads, darling. Yes, you might might want to sit down. (laughs) This has been quite an evening, and she does actually sit down. Uh, What do you mean, bouncy? Give me that. Yeah, here. Uh, so I give the uh, give you the letter, which is just like not mentioning you or me by name, but mentioning the others by name and Arden. Um, also implying that any associates yeah. of the of any the other associates of the resurrectionists. Targets. The which, man, by the way, dead, we be, are legit. I think <laughs> just to be inclusive includes Amaranth, Johnny, Cobb, Red Jackie, and now presumably Ada. Ada. Yeah. Oh. 
Well. Just... That's the other thing. There's this, like, teen girl you don't recognize who's sort of hanging out reading comics over in the corner. <laughs> oh, uh... <laughs> you, why do you keep acquiring children, by the way? Because um, I feel like we have several of them in this building now. We promised we wouldn't let her die, you see. Oh, that's wonderful. You've brought her here when there's an imperial bounty on your head and you've promised she won't die. Well, I will... She... Let's just say the fact that they didn't show up here first proves they don't know where we are. What I'll say is it's very good for the fiction that the first uh, upgrade you took for your base <laughs> is that it's hidden. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we just added some security, didn't we? Yeah. So, I believe so. Yeah. Uh... And I think you actually mentioning that the camera probably pans over to like a bunch of fucking arcane contraptions that are like by the basement door or whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's the equivalent of, like, when you walk into a room and fall out, and there's just, like, a shotgun tied to a tripwire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Valia is just kind of looking over this letter, and just... So you see how it mentions the sun shard here? Yes. That Ira is gonna sit next to and point at the things as things. So your, yes. rock, so your rock friend has offered us more information on what the sun shard is and why it's important. If you mm. agree to come with us uh, to get our revenge t- on this Adelaide... Adelaide, Adelaide Froke. Yes, yes, that one. <laughs> and also, just to make sure we're not forgetting any um, important sinister implications, to also bring it along. Yes, that oh. too. I see. And she kind of like and you along together, but you don't have to be you don't have to hold it. I don't uh, think. Falia actually kind of looks over at the stone on the mantle and is just like You look over at the mantle and it's not there, and then you like your eyes instinctively kind of dart around and you see that it has moved to somewhere else in the room. <laughs> <laughs> awful, awful creature. Uh Balia still looks at it and says, what is it, your axe? It doesn't respond. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Uh, (laughs) Well, I guess I'll have to agree, because I am going to need all of your help. Well, you don't have to. Um, I kind of do. We can still help you without you having to come with us with the rock but also we would it would help for us to have more information you see i it's a thing to consider although at this point i feel maybe i'm a bit in too deep (laughs) oh don't worry about that we all are um so let's focus you know what let's focus on your thing first let's uh, because I don't know if I don't know if you knew that or not. We could hear all that just then. Um, oh, so- wonderful! <laughs> it sounds like we might benefit from it too. So I'm okay with it. I'm like, after what has happened and what is going to happen, I'm good for whatever you know. Uh, then Thalia actually gets up and walks over to where the rock has moved, picks it up, walks back over to the group. Uh, and just slams it down on the table between all of them <laughs> and just says, talk. What do you want? There's a prisoner at Iron Hook who tomorrow about dusk when the skies turns just a bit orange 
will be hung in white crown in front of the Lord Governor's manor. Hmm. You might know him, actually, Kristov. Uh, His name is huh? Vasilya Koshev. Oh, hi. To the hi. rest of you, this is the leader of Sweet Winter. Oh. Oh. They were recently oh, they... captured in an unrelated raid, and realizing the bounty that they had uncovered, the chief warden of Ironhook is having him taken to White Crown to the Lord Governor's Manor to be hung for his crime. He will be more used to you alive. Yeah, definitely. We've had issues with those folk before, kind of indirectly, and if they owe us one, that would, uh... I mean, I'm not 100% sure how relevant it will be after everything else, but can't hurt, you know. Vasilia is leader of Sweet Winter? Oh, I've been so distracted with bullshit. <laughs> Who is this? Yes, he... Very ambitious, that one, as I'm sure you know. Got a bit too in over his head, though. Um, However, Sweet fair. Winter does command considerable material and personnel resources, despite its stature. And retrieving their... Uh, revanchist leader, as you might say. They would be the group itself as a whole, much less Vasilia, would doubtless owe you a debt. One that you could probably cash in for, I don't know, some kind of assistance on the railway. I'll leave it to your imagination. Uh, Plus, cannot have him get murdered by statists. (laughs) Who is this man to you, Flint? Um, so... Just out of character, I know he's not one of my contacts or anything, but the write-up says that we're old comrades, although we sort of, like, parted ways. D- um, I am leaving that to your discretion. It's just someone who you would have probably fought alongside during, like, the Scovlin, like revolution before you moved here. At least yeah. I, I recall that being part of the backstory anyway. So, But any specific details are yours to determine. Yeah, so, you know, we don't... We don't agree on what happens after the revolution, but, you know, we gotta no, get there first. No, uh, Flint's generally taken a pretty pragmatist approach of just trying to go on living, and Vasily is someone who uh, is obviously a leader of Sweet Winter, still trying to uh, push that old anarchist kick. Or at least that anti-imperialist kick. Yeah. The, the revanchist thing makes me think that he's far more interested in taking down the... Oh god, what are they called? The, um, the Empire? Yeah, but I'm trying to think of like who who rule who runs them, the Immortal um, Emperor? No, I mean like the The pe- like the ethnic the folks, group, right? Yeah, yeah, the ethnic group. The, oh the Acherosi. The horns and the Oh, oh no, the the Tychorosi are different. Yeah. Oh they're um, the, they're different? Okay, I'm the, sorry. The Tychoros are they're from an area that's sort of out of the mainland empire and they're all folks like Thalia who have kind oh, of like okay. like the the mishmash of sort of animal characteristics and are rumored <laughs> to be descendants of demons and stuff like that. I, Red yeah. Red Jackie is also Tychorosi. Acherosi. Yeah, the Ac- the Acherosi, or the, just the people from Acheros, are just sort of the usual sort of folks you're going to be encountering this at the time. Like, in the sort of pastiche of this being vaguely real-world culture's equivalent, you're in England, and these are English people. Gotcha. It's actually 
the revanchism thing made me think that uh, Vasilia was interested in taking back sort of the city for like Scotland. He probably or, is realistically. Whereas, whereas Flint is, uh, you know, he's over time. He sort of got more into his like, you know, we can put Scotland back in charge, but if we're going to hold it, we need to do a sort of like revolution of the people. Yeah, Vasilia is much more of the, uh, what would you call it, sort of uh, direct militant action by a small group of people, mm. rather than trying to win hearts and minds, because that isn't really something that's going to happen in either of your lifetimes. Yeah, you know, plant trees that you'll never see and all, but... Well, you would, yeah. uh, so it's worth, you probably wouldn't know that euphemism, but... Yeah, this is similar yeah me and him have had this discussion before, so yeah. whatever. I don't Just want things to, to think about. Way. Anyway, that that old cuss is currently uh, in jail, and tomorrow, shortly before dusk, they will be transported from Ironhook to the Lord Governor's Manor. So, um, and actually, uh, while you're having this discussion, uh, I think uh, Ada actually chimes in appropriately, and she's huh? like, "Well, well, if you're gonna be, if you're talking about getting someone out of out of jail or someone who's being transported, especially, I figure you've got like." Three options: you either bust in, just get, do it the do it the hard way. Mm. You try and stop transport, which is tricky, but theoretically, you know, safer and easier. Or you just wait till he's getting where he's going and snatch him. Mm. So, if he's got to move through more or less the length of the city to get from the prison to the mansion, um. If we don't have to break into the prison or the mansion, that saves us a whole step. Yes, I do not want to go back to Governor's Mansion. Yeah, uh, bad memories there. <laughs> um, she actually like go goes and like there's you probably have like some sort of archetypical planning table that has like a, a map that has a fucking knife stuck in it or something. Yeah, crap. Mm-hmm. And she probably actually goes to that and like gets some fucking pens out of something and just starts writing. And it's like, well, realistically, if you're going to do transport, they're going to try and take the safe routes. So you need to, if you can, try and prevent them from going through the the safer parts of town. Uh, you need to, let's see, this bridge, this bridge. If you can keep them out of Charter Hall and White Crown and Brightstone, at least long enough for you to stop the transport, that should be a lot safer. Um, and she sort of, while writing this, uh, eventually just sort of stops and looks at it. It's like, oh, uh, I've you know, had to do some of this. Yeah, I was about to say, this is quite knowledgeable of you, dear. Yeah. uh, I'm very proud of you. Thread cutters ride or die. That's just how it goes. You're Um, doing amazing, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) Thread cutters ride or die. And then she sort of solemnly nods, like, Mm -hmm. she she whispers, this one's for the homies. <laughs> so it looks like if we can keep them off of bridge to Coleridge, they have to go through Har- Char Hollow and Crowsfoot. Yeah. So the, the the her notes on the map that she has scrolled on your your one good map, but it's okay because they're replaceable. Uh, <laughs> are the image that I sent y'all that mm-hmm. you will presumably post with the show at some point? Mm-hmm. But basically, their intended route is just go directly north into Coleridge and then through Charter Hall and Brightstone. Uh, which is going to be a very safe route because it takes them through two of the highest security neighborhoods in town. Um, but even just cutting off one point would at least force them to go south through Char Hollow. Mm-hmm. And if you're able to cut off more, you can theoretically have them run a fucking gambit 
like all the way through Midtown and slow them down a lot. Yeah, yeah, because I see here there's like four bridges. There, they if they take the north one to Colt Ridge, we're pretty much like bone from the start. Right. It's doable, but you'd have to be fast because if they start going through Charter Hall, like yeah. that's like that, there's a lot of blue coats in that part of town. You're, mm-hmm. you're gonna have you're gonna have patrols backing them up, and they see what's happening. So, for what it's worth, the thing like it's it's probably going to be an electro carriage if I had to guess, and it's pretty defensible. But they can't go that fast just because the streets are so narrow. Right. So, gotcha. like so as long as you can just keep them busy and limit their ability to like maneuver, mm-hmm. you might <clears throat> it shouldn't be too hard to stop them. You know. Yeah. My thinking yeah. is so the main bridge that leads from Iron Hook to Coleridge is on what's labeled as the Dusk River. Um, which is next to a bunch of docks and stuff, just by looking at the note. Um, I'm almost wondering, is Col- is the bridge between Coleridge and Iron Hook, is that a drawbridge? Uh, roll something and find out. Heads is a drawbridge, <laughs> tails is Oh, jeez. <laughs> nice. It would be a pretty fucking big drawbridge, but we've got some wild, like... Ghost or I guess, or I guess technically, since here. all you can yeah, really do is roll fortune, uh, uh, odds it's a like drawbridge. Okay, let me roll. A, let me roll fortune real quick. Let's find out. Yeah. Oh wait. First, well, it's uh, even well, it no matter, matter what. They're both, they're both even, so it's a regular bridge. Damn it. Uh, Ada chimes in. No, no, no. That that one down there. That's just a. That's just flat. The one from Char Hollow to Dunslow is a drawbridge. Of course. But the Coleridge one is not. Mm, boy, not there wouldn't really be a good reason to block off the Char Hollow Bridge because at that point they might just not move him, which would be bad. Yeah, have to break like, in yeah. Once they're in Char Hollow, there's like another three bridges we have to worry about to keep him out of Char Hollow. Yes. But if I recall, there's a lot of Scovlanders in Char Hollow. Yes. Yeah, mm. for the most part. Uh, especially, they would be interested in protecting their. You know. So if you the problem is like they're gonna go through uh, one of like the sort of Char Hollow kind of commercial area. She points at that first sort of area in Char Hollow, mm-hmm. and then they're mm-hmm. going over a bridge to a, to the rail to private island. Uh, and so that's where the the folks who run the the big textile mills and that oh that little and one like, in there. Yeah. The, and it's like the it's bridge not as number well, two, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. not as well policed as uh, you know the nicer districts, but it's still like there's not a whole lot of you know there's not a whole lot of. Uh, she just sort of does a nebulous kind of like hand gesture. A lot of there's not a whole lot of working class folks living in that part. So if you want to keep them busy, you have to cut off like uh, I'd say it would be cool to aim for at least one through four, but that's obviously pretty ambitious. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of infrastructural damage to cause. Yes. Well, you don't need a short well, amount. You don't need to damage the infrastructure. You can. I like when I did this last uh, mm-hmm. trade secrets. Uh, we actually <laughs> well, you did this. Had, we what we did was right when the the convoy was rolling out of the prison, not too early, so they didn't like you know cause any suspicion. We actually had a carriage that we had stolen, and we kind of posed it as though it was an accidental roadblock, and then we were able to divert them oh. from Coleridge oh. down to Char Hollow, and okay. that's so we just them. we caused traffic jams. Yeah, on one and two. That. I was also thinking if. This is the leader of a revolutionary movement. They're going to be expecting resistance of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, of some kind, though. Usually, usually uh, the, with the way it's happening, like even if they're expecting resistance, they're not expecting a whole lot of people to know this. So it's probably going to be well-guarded, but they're also going to try and keep it inconspicuous, I imagine. Okay. So, What if we made them sink 
the bridge for sabotaged. My... Okay. If you make them think the bridges are sabotaged beforehand, they'd probably not move the prisoner. They're probably yeah, they'd off. probably delay execution. Mm-hmm. My thinking is, and I'm actually going to post this one in the chat uh, for you guys to see. Okay. What Ooh. if? What if we? So you see, there's a little bridge between Char Hollow and the private island, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. We could cut that one off if we can if we can cut off one mm-hmm. and we can cut that one off they would have to divert into the scovland part of char hollow oh, oh that, that ada's like oh that's smart actually because then they'd have to go through the whole rigmarole of like if they didn't notice two was cut off until it's too late they'd have to actually re-navigate that entire part of the district exactly. just to get back down there mm, yes i'd like that that's a good idea then they wouldn't even be able to reach two through four. If we cut them off at that little bridge yeah. right there, then they wouldn't even be able to reach two through four. They would have to go through the Scovland part of Char Hollow just to get to Crowsfoot. So yeah. we would two only really need to do the uh, uh, bridge number one. We still need to be able to take that down. Right. Yes. And then, But then we would only have to also do the Char Hollow bridge right. there. That's very smart. Shade. Yes. So, Flint uh, points towards the circle near the Iron Hook prison with the exclamation points, like the dock page. It's like, Edo, what is... Uh, oh. You're trying to point this out to us? Uh, that's... I mean, they're probably not going to transport any prisoners over water, but in the event that you would have to break in for one reason oh. or another, mm-hmm. uh, that's a the docks are generally going to be a pretty good way in and out. You really don't want to be trying to bust out a prisoner overland. It doesn't end well. No. No, I imagine. Well, our plan is not really to get into the prison. That's generally yeah, what we I try just to keep it, out of. Like, you never know. <laughs> Things can go bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Ada. I was very curious. Yeah. Like I said, uh, if you get too aggressive with them right out the gate, they'll uh, if they know something's up while there's still time to turn around, they'll just do it. So you really want to try and keep things looking inconspicuous until they're too far ahead to go back. Okay. Alright, so we find some way to clog up the coal ridge bridge, bridge number one, and then number two, not number, it's not labeled number two on the map, but the one to the island is the one that we can maybe get a little, like, more overt with if we want to actually wreck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems like it'd probably be a good idea. Because at that point, then they're already in Char Hollow, mm-hmm. and they're not going to try and go back because they might suspect that, like, well, obviously I haven't tried this plan myself, but if I were them, I'd think that they wouldn't, they'd, they might suspect that you might have trapped the bridge that came over and just waited for them to pass. Mm-hmm. Though that is an option. You could also wait for bait that bridge, too. Oh, it's a drawbridge. Mm-hmm. Well, you could pull up the drawbridge. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think it, here's what I'm going to say out of character. Okay. Um, I feel like we've got a good, decent plan. If yep. they pull something that we like had not taken into account, we can flashback it. 
Yeah, yeah. as I say, it's one thing we don't really use too much in this campaign, but is still obviously always an option, is you can always spend stress to justify something through a flashback. Cool. Some preparation have, you made, no matter how difficult, as long as you can justify it. I have an idea of what the the flashback can be for that bridge, the one that goes well, into Charcoal. I mean, you, you don't have to do it now. Yeah. It can come up yeah. I'm just, I'm just, like, brainstorming, like, uh, this. Th- that could be an Ira thing of just, like, oh, I'm friends with the person with the drawbridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I say that it's, I guess, I know it's the area that you hung out in before you started running the fiends goons, so it wouldn't be unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, okay. with that with that all established and knowing that what you're going to be doing is waiting until the prisoner transport comes and then springing your trap, mm-hmm. uh, we should figure out engagement. Yeah, because this this seems like it could be assault. Seems like it could be. We do a lot of assaults. Um, mm-hmm. It I think could... interception was the one where we like. I don't believe there. I'm not seeing one on the list here. There is deception. Oh, okay. There is deception, and oh, my bad. Uh, there's also transport, but I think that's only after we do yeah. the assault. Hmm. Yeah, theoretically, so since we're uh, trying to trick them out of using like a couple of bridges, maybe like deception. Yeah. That... Yeah, it really de- it really depends what kind of like where you want the action to start. I think. Whereas, yeah. do you want it to be starting with you actually setting things up with like the first gate and everything, and kind of following that, or do you want it to be when you're springing the trap at like gate one point five? Let's call it. So I think the most interesting part is when we actually ambush the the prisoner transport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that sounds like a sell. Yeah. And you have the point of attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, choose your load limits. Okay. Okay. Um, if we're just jumping into this, I'm thinking... I think normal sounds good to me, because, like, heavy would... I mean, it is something where we are planning on going a little bit loud. However, it heavy only gives us, like, one additional load. Mm-hmm. And also, it, like... Limits the kinds of actions you can do. Yeah, it, like, slows you down. So I'm thinking normal sounds good to me. Plus, and with I'm normal, also... we still get seven load because of a crew upgrade, right? Yeah, yeah we so can long spend as... that on tools and stuff. Yeah, um, and I've also been thinking, I so even though this is assault, um, I just to be clear, I think we should be focusing on, like, a smash and grab sort of situation oh, yeah. here. Because oh, yeah. we had a big drawn-out fight last time, and I think, like, both me and Blondie are ready to just steal shit. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my basic plan. I'm not, if if at all possible, I do not want to have to, like, make Blondie, like, p- pull out his sword in the situation. Right. However, because he does have, like, the mule upgrade, um... I just want to say that if we need any kind of, like, any kind of weird little doodad, like, yeah. I can be your man. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah. I just remembered looking at all these various things we can get. Um, one of them is documents, if we wanted to. I would um, say, if y'all wanted to, if y'all are still thinking of doing a more subtle route, like, obviously we've established that like you can get documents that ira has a fine disguise kit so on and mm-hmm. so forth like if you want to try your attack on the on the one on bridge one and a half being like tricking them instead of just blowing oh up we the could bridge, just say that the bridge is the, the, i mean this is in char hollow it's not like a great part of town we could literally just say bridge is closed because uh for maintenance or something like that for maintenance later in the day 
you know? Yeah, like, or the, but the, the bridge number or one. Or lie to people on the bridge two, yeah. and actually clog it up by oh, holding them yeah. up with official mm-hmm. papers. Like, oh. so, like, oh, yeah. It's that like, you've got to stop right here. we got to search your stuff because, uh. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Then cause, like, a big jam, so they got to go around because they don't want to sit and wait to get through line. Hmm. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, I really like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just uh, uh, I, I thinking of my load loadout and also like going forward and the plan and everything. If I can, I I, I want to try to play to my strengths. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like I could definitely be a person that would stop and like i don't know stop the, the them and like ask for directions or like something while you guys like they're not they're not i, gonna, I will yeah. level with you this is a prison transport yeah. they are not <laughs> like you can yeah. wave them down so, all you want but unless right. you get, like you have business stopping them they're not gonna pull over okay yeah <laughs> so ira maybe like you and flint on bridge one we can hold up that hold them up there for a while mm-hmm. like you're you're uh you're a good cop. I'm bad cop. We're stopping people. We're searching buggies. It's like we have reason to believe there's like suspicious mm-hmm. types coming through here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, illicit goods. So you know, we clog the bridge up. Yeah. With official looking papers. Uh, Flint has like a I don't know like a blue coat. Yeah. If we're being outfit, well, like I a have gun. a fine disguise kit. Like I can I can we can figure this out. Um, if yeah. we're doing that, it would make sense for us me to be at normal load because if I'm a cop. I don't yeah. look like, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, or even um, just like hired by a noble to fix a bridge or to like mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, like Here's... security. Okay, um, not to waste too much more time with planning, but this is a kind of high. Okay. It's a high planning heist. I say I normally I would just jump y'all into it, but I want to give y'all a chance to like. Because basically the prep is, like, setting the tone for how you want to start the things. Right. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. I figure, you know, may as well let you fiddle with it. My thing is... The kind of... Sorry. Um, no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, my deal is that if we... We can, cu- we can spend coin to have additional downtime actions, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And what I will say is you technically would have had a second one, but you are being obligated to spend it uh, doing the ritual. Okay. Because well, it was I the man that was made of you and you agreed. I don't have any coin. Um, so I might have to selfishly ask somebody else. Um, I do not have any either. I used okay. it all like being not horribly injured. injured. Um, my only thing is, and maybe we'll just have to roll with it because we're all apparently broke, um, is to, if we start the heist at bridge one and it's Flint and Ira at bridge one, um, that is a lot of ground for them to have to cover to reach us again in Char Hollow. Yeah. Yes, but it does mean that we'll be behind the transport when we get sure. to the drawbridge, which we can have be pulled up. Okay, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, though it hmm, it, it does also does mean the party. that if, <laughs> if you are hustling to get to us, you do have to like go through like the prison area. Is the thing. Mm. Um, I feel like maybe the. This is something that Saren have to sign off on, but maybe the stuff we do on Bridge One can be stuff that happens before we initiate. If that at that point we can just call it a flashback. Okay. Yeah. I'm cool with it calling that a flashback. So mm-hmm. okay. So you're going to be doing the Bridge One and a Half thing. You're yeah. going to be. Are you going to be directly assaulting it, or are you going to be using deception to get them to to stop on that one? 
Um, I'm kind of down for deception yeah. just for a like change of pace. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Same. Cool. Sounds good. All right, who wants to roll engagement? Um, if if they're gonna be the fronting the deceiving, I'm very much down for uh, Ira to take this one. Yeah, okay. do it. Uh, okay. Um, what do I roll? Engagement roll again. First, so what you're gonna do is you roll fortune. It's base one dice for sheer luck. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, as usual, this is a boulder daring operation, so you get an extra plus one. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say it's overly complex, really. Um, does the plant's detail expose a vulnerability or hit the target where they're weakest? I wouldn't say so particularly, mm-hmm. but I don't really know. Because they're still prepared, it's just not, like, the same thing. Mm-hmm. So one could argue that where they're, like, getting them in transport is, where is like, weakest. kind of definition where they're weakest, as opposed to getting them at the prison or at the execution site. That's true. Okay, give them plus one for that. Yeah. Um, can any of your friends or contacts provide Ada insight? Uh, they can, because he got help from Ada, and then also, technically, you do have contacts that could provide you insight if you need to. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, you, you still know Sweet Winter Folks, you have the Azure Rose, etc. I think it's fine. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Not Eckerd, but who's the other one? Jewel? Yeah, Jewel. Yeah, he probably is interested in helping out. Yeah. Um, shit, you're getting quite a lot of dice for this. Four. Yeah, go ahead so and roll far, right? Four fortune. Don't fuck with Scovland. Yeah. So you're getting four dice total. Okay. There we go. Six. Oh, six. oh, there's a success in there. Yay! So what success for means for engagement, a uh, full six, is that your starting position is controlled. Awesome. Um, so let's think about how this looks. So you're at the one and a half bridge right in front of the uh, big fenced off uh, manor island that uh, the, the, the fucking textile factory owners live on. And you said, I think it's Blondie and Arden are here. Oh, yeah. Currently holding things up. So there's just, like, a mass of people, like, just sort of ahead of you being like, oh, what do you mean it's closed? It looks fine. And, like, let me through. And they're uh, begrudgingly showing you the insides of their bags and you're letting them through. But there's, like, a huge back order of crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, you notice a carriage coming. And it's not just, like, a usual, like, uh, goat-drawn carriage like you'd normally see in other parts of town. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an electroplasm carriage. Like, it's got a steel exterior and it's propelled by itself. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty imposing. It's rather large, even for the kind of narrow streets that you're on. It's very clearly well-armored. And you see, uh, aside from the person in uh, basically riot gear who's driving it, like, there's other folks in riot gear who are hanging off the sides. Mm-hmm. It is very clearly a prisoner transport, but because, again, they're trying to be somewhat covert, it's a usual-looking prison transport. Mm-hmm. There's just the one vehicle. It's not a full convoy like you would expect for a more important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they uh, actually, rather than turn around, they pull up and they start honking at the gathered crowd, trying to uh, make them part way. Um, but they're currently uh, stationary while they do so. And uh, <laughs> so that's happening for Arden and Flint. Currently, uh, you mean- I believe Ira and... Or Arden and Blondie, excuse me. Uh, Silver uh, and hey. Flint. Thalia. Yeah, yeah. What? It's Thalia. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I can't really hear myself talk super well with the headphones. No, I it's okay. Right it's now, totally so fine. I'm just sort of stumbling a bit. Um, but yeah, so Thalia and Blondie... Uh, or I guess to use 
actual secret names and try and do things correctly. <laughs> uh, Shade and Blondie. Right. <laughs> I'll get it. I'll get it someday. Are currently there, and then uh, Silver and Flint are. Which way are you coming to get to the meetup point? Are you coming down through Char Hall, or are you actually going like Coleridge to Charter Hall to? Hmm. Oh. Because oh. you at this point, like your. Uh, I'll say since it's part of the setup, I'm not going to make you uh, spend stress for uh, the thing you did, even though technically I probably would otherwise. Uh, but well, let's just say... What? What's up? I was going to say maybe, like, you know, we did our engagement role so good that it's included yeah. in that. Yeah, that's fine by me. Um, but y'all have already successfully kind of caused your diversion and seen the the what you know to be the transport like go and divert to take another route so you are definitely already on your way here at the very least I, would it be too dangerous for us to go by the prison and get to the bridge that they went over like the transport went over a while ago um i mean there's a good chance that like if you want to roll for that or something that would be cool but the thing is like Dunslow uh, is not a place that you like hang around if you don't yeah. have business there. It's a lot of prison labor so, camps. And I'm sorry. Like, what are our like route options? You said like south through. I don't, the route's not specific. I just wanted to kind of know like what. Well, no, I don't know. Um, We're going for like bridge two, or like no. The yeah, so you're going the to wear Charhalo uh, and the textiles island. Yeah, so you're going to wear uh, that that sort of uh, arrow to the bottom right of yeah, the two. I get you. Mm-hmm. That's where the head of that is. So you're going to be there. Um, actually, fuck it. I'll just say you can go through Charter Hall because it's not like you look like you're criminals or anything. Mm-hmm. That's probably mm-hmm. a, technically a shorter way there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I figure it'll be like medium load, maybe some like some fancy jackets or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Don't stand out too much. Yeah, we have we are armed, but not more than the average armed citizen. <laughs> Not more than the average criminal. Um, so y'all are, I'd say you're probably not there right now, but you are very close to being there because you've been booking it since the bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so with this situation the way it is, what are y'all doing? Oh, hmm. Okay. So. I think uh, Blondie's definitely, he's not the talker, but he is very good at just being a guy who holds people up. So now, um, so hold on. I've heard like five different names. Like who who's actually okay. here on this scene? Um, right now it's Blondie and, and Shade, and then I'll say after the next, like, action or beat or whatever, uh, okay. Silver and Flint can be there also. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Okay, just making sure that I don't jump in somewhere I'm not supposed yeah. to be yet. Right. Yeah. I'm just trying to make sure the pacing makes sense of the fact that y'all technically had to outrun a car. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so. It's fine. It can only go, like, ten miles an hour. You're okay. Right. Uh. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think Blondie is, like, while this is happening, he is, like, facing away from the car and, like, not really giving it any mind. He's just, like, giving the people there a hard time, because he doesn't really want the cops to see his face, and he's also, like, he's pretty good at just being someone who strong arms, like, helpless factory workers. (laughs) (laughs) In another life, he was a pinker. I was gonna say, for what it's worth, uh considering the island that you're going through, a lot of the people who are actually passing through and that you're giving a hard time are probably upper crust motherfuckers oh, bound ac- for a charter hall. Yeah. That is actually even better, uh, because he, <laughs> he's just, like, he's, he's trying to do, like, the... Like, he is doing the whole act, which is kind of also his whole life, which is, like, 
a working class person who has like briefly been given an opportunity to be a jerk and is able to for- back it up with like circumstances or something and so, all this, oh, so these official looking papers <laughs> a little bit um and so a cop yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you want to talk to my manager huh yeah exactly yeah more <laughs> i am the manager, I am the manager. So he's like, no he's like no listen i know it's i i know you own the factories and all that but it's the people who manage the factories who are asking me to check this and if i don't do it i'm going to get in trouble so i'm just like you're gonna to have to show me those bags um Yes, I don't know if that's something. Yeah, that's going to so there's a bunch of uh, a, a bunch of pencil neck goobers you're pushing around. Yeah, are you gonna roll me something for that? Uh, um, or what you doing? Like, exactly. I guess do I need to do anything to keep just the block in effect? Um, what I'll say is, if you don't like, the car is like is gradually kind of cowing a bunch of these. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. People out of the so, way, and it's getting a little closer. But okay, yep. So it's still kind of held up. Yeah. So that is a command. I've just got the one in it, but I assume since we rolled so good, it's, like, controlled? Yeah, it's controlled to start. Okay. And um, And we'll say standard effect? effect. Standard, let's say. Uh, okay. Controlled standard. Um, I am not spending anything on this. Maybe I'll immediately prove myself a fool, but I'm feeling confident. Hey, who knows? Four. That's a four. That's okay. That's a four. A mixed success. So for mixed success on control, that's tech, that's really not that bad. Uh, basically, it's you partially at least get what you want, and then there's some minor complications. So I think what's happening is you're holding up this line, and kind of like the way we described, like it's inching a little closer, and some people are just sort of giving up and like leaving to presumably go take the long way around. Like they they take this way so they don't have to go cr- through Crow's Foot and maybe get robbed, but uh, mm-hmm. they're just going <laughs> to deal with it today. Um, so what I'll say is you hear this honking and it's it's really starting to piss you off because it's not a sound you hear very often. Like mm-hmm. most of the people, most of the people who drive these fancy electric carriages all live up in White Crown and you're never up there except for the one time that you were party to the Lord Governor dying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like aside from that, so it's it's starting to get on your nerves and it's still getting closer because of what these people think. But it's like very clearly respectful that you have something to do here. And uh, actually, the driver's side window uh, that you, what we'd identify it as, really more of an iron grate on this thing, mm. rolls down. And this really scary looking woman, uh, I'd say she's like, she's like, like definitely, if you had to guess, like, stood over six foot tall, very muscular. Uh, the thing that you super noticed, though, aside from her, you know, being from Dagger Isles and all that, is that she has a giant fucking metal jaw. Oh shit! It, it's very scary looking. And she just shouts it, and she just shouts at you like, "What's the hold up?" Uh, just standard. This it's factory business. Sorry about this. Uh, I had not received any information that there was any sort of formal procession passing through. Uh, can you uh, mind handling this? And I'm going to like. Uh, unless unless you are not okay with that, I'm going to like try and like pass it off on Thalia because oh you're better at talking to people. Oh no! Oh my god! Technically, I'm better at talking to people, but my yeah. girls don't say so. <laughs> she talks to, uh, the, talk the, to the big the, menacing the lady who's, who's driving the car, who's also like wearing, aside from her scary ass appearance, is wearing this like big ass like. It almost reminds you of a rail bowl a little bit. Like, it's very uh, insulated and kind of armored. And she's mm. like, I don't give a damn about your fucking factory. Open up. Get 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 out of the way. And she <laughs> honks at you again. Uh, 
Um, well, I'm sorry, ma'am. We're just following our instructions. I mean, there's a another bridge to the south of here that is open. <sighs> um, are you gonna... I'd say if you're gonna actually try and convince her oh. to go that way, that will be a sway. Oh, no. Right now, she's stuck where she is, but it would still be controlled standard, probably. Oh, boy. Can I, can Again, I you by can do something any else chance, if you prefer, possibly, but... like, uh, spend stress to help boost that? No, because you're not here yet. What if we did a flashback? <laughs> that is true. Uh, okay, what's, okay, what's your flashback? So the idea would be, like, uh, Ira coaching uh, Thalia <laughs> on how to how to talk to, uh, to, to big, scary, mean ladies. <laughs> Thalia's too nice. <laughs> I was like, you probably wouldn't know it's a lady, but it probably still factored in there at some point. She's like, okay, well, if it's a big, scary, mean lady. This is then. how you do it. It's different. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so I'll say that's a pretty reasonable thing. So what I'll say is, Ira, you spend one stress for the flashback. And what I'll say is, uh, Thalia, this is now a... Instead of what it would have... Oh, for the consequence for last one, I was going to uh, put it back into Risky. Mm. Uh, just because of whatever. But what I'll say is this will be controlled still. And actually, no, let's say it's going to be controlled great. Oh, actually. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because it's a big part of our plan is to In make control. them go south. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm not super concerned about making this one incredibly difficult. I still want it to be tense. Right, yeah, of course. One moment. Yeah, okay. Five! Hey! A five, a mixed Ooh. success on a controlled great. That's pretty good. Uh, so she just sort of like, she, you hear her like, she swears under her breath, but loudly. <laughs> uh, like, you can definitely hear some some uh, explicit syllables in there, but it's a little too strong together to make out exactly what she's saying. <laughs> and uh, she's like, all right, we're, she like turns back into the car. She's like, all right, we're backing up. And then she uh, <laughs> starts to back up. And what I'll say, the... Thalia actually like kind of leans toward the window and says, thank you, ma'am. Thank you for understanding. <laughs> uh, so what I'll say is for the controlled, great, mixed success. Okay, first thing is I'm going to mark some stuff here because... You have done what I am going to say uh, is two diversions out of six that are allowed, and what I'm going to treat these as are, in the event, uh, the like a, tick, a clock would tick. That would be the convoy getting to where it needs to be. You can spend one of those to to oh. undo the progress. So I'm I'm starting you with a bank of two of those, and I'm going to say actually considering where it is, it's starting with two progress on its six clock as well. Okay, it's about a third of the distance. Um. What I'll say is, for the consequence here... Okay, so actually first, I'm going to, before I do consequence, the actual thing I'm going to mark on here uh, for the success of your roll is going to be Convoy Stopped Clock. That's going to be two of eight now. Okay. Um, but while it's backing up, so what I'll say is this takes extra time. Uh, because it's a very narrow street, it's a big unwieldy vehicle, and it has to kind of maneuver to turn around. And while technically there's situations in which this would be advantageous, uh, you were kind of hoping to get it to a place where there wouldn't be a bunch of innocent bystanders who can identify you all standing around. Right. Mm -hmm. right so, it, so it's currently in the process of doing that. And that is when, when Silver and Flint arrive to see this convoy starting to head the other way. Okay. 
I imagine that it's still like honking, trying to get people out of the way. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much. It's, it, it's kind of in a uh, the assassination of Archduke Fer- Ferdinand situation where they, <laughs> they it pulled into an alley and now it's kind of trying to maneuver backing out of the alley. Mm. Okay. So this is when they're trying to head like south through Char Hollow. Right, so right now they're on that the sort of big uh, rightmost Char Hollow Island, kind of still where gotcha. the Arrowhead is, and basically uh, by the map, it looks it it would be east on the map technically, but like downward, it's going to be going for the bridge downward to go to gotcha. the more north the more north neighborhood of Char Hollow. If the okay. consequence is that it's taking a long time, I think um, as Ira sees the crowd of bystanders as well as the time that it's taking ira's gonna start like continuing to look like a cop and like get authority (laughs) in their voice and be like all right people we've got we've got an official convoy moving through you need to come (laughs) and just go into crowd control mode trying to get people out of the way of this thing yeah sure um I was going to ask you what uh, approach you're taking for that, but actually, I don't think it matters because of an upgrade you took last time. Yes. Where Uh, as long as you can uh, justify it in fiction, you can use your best skill to roll basically anything you want. And I have to spend two stress. I was going to say, your your best skill is actually tied between consort and sway, but realistically, they're both talking to people, and even though you don't have any uh, command die... uh, yeah. I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that you are doing some swaying right yeah. now instead. Um, yes, I am doing some swaying. Do I need to spend the two stress on that? Or do, is it going to count as just a plain sway roll to take it from command to sway? Wait. Oh, I forgot about that aspect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose you would have to if you're going to do sway. Because okay. what you are doing does would pass as command normally. Okay. Cool. You're, you're trying to exert your authority mm-hmm. and or intimidate people and or that kind of thing. Yep. Risky now. I'm, and well, not risky. I mean, reckless. Uh, it's still actually pretty controlled. Yeah. And then I would say it's standard effect. I was saying, like, I'm reckless now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rude now. Um, <laughs> all right. And the effect is standard or? Yeah. Okay. Standard, standard control. Hey, I got a mixed success. Okay, a mixed success. So, uh, you're able to corral the uh, the crowd of gathered white-collar workers to kind of hurry along. You're actually starting to wave some of them through, just sort of like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, and they're just sort of dealing with it. And the, the so the car at this point is a, bit, is a little bit more free, and it not being surrounded by people anymore, it's no longer, like, stuck here. It's actually going to keep, uh, start to get rolling again. Mm. Uh, on the bright side, no one else is here. On the flip side, uh, you are, as the consequence for this, you're losing control of the situation a little bit, because now mm. it's starting to get away from the, from the, you know, the checkpoint that you did, so mm-hmm. your, your position is now risky. Okay. Um, then... But now it is still kind of uh, just starting to slowly uh, pick up speed again, and people are not really people are in a rush enough to get over the bridge that they are not looking at it really. Okay. Okay. Um, oh. Yeah, this sounds like a good idea to eat. if we're not engaging right now. Now is a good time for us to like fall back and like take to the alleys for our actual ambush. Yeah, I think we should wait for the actual ambush until we get to. Um, the Scovland part of Char Hollow, so the southern, like the most 
lower island. Um, this map is kind of frustrating. Yeah, oriented. Yeah, because north, north is left. to the left. Yeah, why oh. is north to the left? Oh my god, I forgot about that part. That's yeah. so, so we're going. We're going to be in the. We're going to be on the western island. Yeah, this is. This is the map that's in the official uh, PDF, by the way. Yeah. So, you know, so get, you know, get together, Who decided John North was up, but, like, that's where we live, so <laughs> yeah. you know, North should be up so that we understand what's going on. But, so yeah, but to, to our eyes, it's the southernmost island, but technically it's so the it's western the island. It's the downmost island. I know, it's the down. Down, up, left, anyway. and right. But yeah, so no. it wouldn't be too much of a stretch for you because of this thing having to kind of go around and also being limited in how it can move right. that you can definitely at least like intercept it somewhere on that main road. Like if y'all book it, you can probably catch it in that neighborhood. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. And I think that's definitely f- that's Flint's time to shine when we finally do it, right? Because mm-hmm. okay. that definitely sounds like getting in sounds like a either wreck or lock picking and Arden is not here. So <laughs> presumably. So I think in the TV show version of this we're having like two side by scenes cutting in and out of each other where it's like the uh, the armored carriage is kind of going back through uh the like business char hollow and is now pulling into sort of residential char hollow over a little rickety bridge. Mm-hmm. Um and then intercut of scenes of y'all just fucking sprinting along the crow's like the southern shore of crow's foot trying to get to the char hollow bridge mm-hmm. yeah. and uh to give y'all a little bit of room to maneuver uh it's somewhere in the middle of that main street is when you make visual contact with the with the caravan again okay and gotcha. if they they don't appear to have noticed you at least as far as you know okay hmm. there are plenty of scoblanders around just sort of looking sort of dejected and poor and then also, uh, not as many as you'd expect, because a lot of them have to work in the factories for, like, 14 hours a day. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, there's still a few people around just tending to laundry and stuff like that. So, I guess just to ask y'all, should I, like, jump out, like, yell for Scotland and, like, t- t- toss a grenade under the wheel? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is pretty or... cool. What or I try think... to like try to sneak up and wreck our way into, or try to like pick our way into the like. I kind of like the idea the of just like hopping on the side of it and like using a crowbar on the door or something like that. But yeah. also, a little bit of chaos could go a long way. Something yeah. that would be you good know, would I really be like, like that idea. Like, like I... maybe you could set up an explosion type of thing that happens in front of them, so that the carriage will have to stop. But oh, yeah. you're actually behind them, so you can get onto the vehicle and start trying to yeah. fix that door. Okay, so I like the idea. If I spend two points on the fine wrecker tools, could I have like a sort of like a blowtorch thing? Sure. Oh. Hell yeah. There's so definitely the... you definitely. So you spend two stress. You have some kind of like let's call it like an electroplasm blowtorch. Like it blows like yeah. this bright green well, fire or whatever. Not it's stress, cool. just load. Oh yeah, load. Excuse me. Okay, um, but it ha- it's like shoots like bright green fire or something. It looks really cool. Probably got to have like a tube fed through a tank to actually fuel it. But you know, whatever. Yeah, you I'm have sure a- that you- won't come back to bite me. I was gonna say you- you're like wearing like some big coat right now, but like tied like like secured to the back of your belt or something like that. It's just like a little like canister of of welding fuel or whatever. Yeah, that sounds great. All right, let's uh, cool. let's get in here and start what like. Like an right, so, alchemical cutter to get into this vehicle. So you're going to be trying to wreck the vehicle? Yeah. Basically? Okay. Fuck it up. Alright, so... There's like dudes yeah, crawling okay. all over it, isn't there? 
That is true. There are yeah, some so things maybe we do the distraction so, first. Then. Yeah, let's do. Yeah, this. maybe I have a gun in my other hand. You know who knows? <laughs> <laughs> no, bad idea. We're trying to. Okay, so what are we doing first? Is what I need to know. So, so I know, sorry, Flint, I know Flint, what Flint wants to do, but the question is: Is he doing that while there's a well, there's possible goons who might you know stop him, or are you doing a distraction first? I say we do a distraction first. Distraction first sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what are you doing? Um, let's see. Well, I. The grenade idea had been good, but in order to, like, free things up, um, so that, um, like, you know, to, to, so Flint, you know, doesn't have to, so, well, actually, hmm, Mm -hmm. Flint, how important is it to you that you be the guy, I've actually got two wreck, and you are the one with grenades, if you- You've got two wreck? Oh, you can do the wrecking then, I'll do the grenades. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm also the guy who is best equipped to just carry this guy on my shoulders if necessary. Yeah. <laughs> so that is you... true. Okay, so I'll go with the original plan. I don't think you have access to find Rucker tools, but that's cool. I just have I just have regular uh, demolition tools, which does include a crowbar, if that will do it. I mean, I don't know. You have to roll I for know. it. You're pretty okay. uh, but go and before it. that, uh, Flint, so you're doing a some kind of grenade distraction? Yeah, in fact, and I'll go for a bandolier of chemicals. I'll go for fire oil. I want to create like a yes. like a Molotov. I want to like oh. toss it in front of them so they're like, oh man, I don't want to drive through that. We better stop. Okay, Make sure okay you so you're trying to get them goblin. to stop. Yes, we got to get everybody in on this. It's like, oh yes, now is the time to fuck up some cops. <laughs> this is sounding like command to me, but you're commanding with, with your Molotovs. <laughs> I don't have any dots in command is the problem. Um, yeah, I'm just like I'm not sure because like the intent is to intimidate and or to rally support for through the application of wait. Um, wreck can also be used for um, create distractions Cre- and chaos. So oh, like, oh excellent. Oh no, no, perfect, cool. Yeah, creating distractions and chaos. Okay, so so it's going to be wreck. It's going to be risky, and since you're using something for it, uh, Actually, I think you'd probably have to use something for it anyway just to even cause the distraction, so it's still probably risky standard. Risky standard. All right, let's roll it. No. Hmm. Should I take stress? How much? You've got zero stress, don't you? I've got two stress. Oh, uh, no. That's not so bad. Two, three. <laughs> How many dice do you have in wreck? One. I'm really spread out. Yeah, you know what? I'll spend the two stress and I'll get the extra die. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, risky. Standard. Extra dice. Come on. Six! Yeah! Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yes. That second die was great. <laughs> a great idea, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Five and a six. Nice. All right. It's kind of uh, running through, like, sort of, you know, not running, but it's kind of ambling through this uh, street. Um, pretty crowded. Uh, you're in a part, I, I'd say it's probably the one that's referred to as The Sheets, which is the place that's actually in Duskfall, but it's like. This is since it's where a lot of the people who work in the textile factories live. There's lots of textiles just like hung up everywhere. Right. Mm. And so what happens is you oh, no. throw this Molotov <laughs> at, at like it, you aim for in front of it. But actually, what happens first is you splash it directly on like the grill of this of this uh, uh, carriage. Um, first, I am going to take put convoy stops to uh, three of eight. Uh, which is cool. Um, and then also what happens is the distraction 
which, while you were hoping it would be from uh, Scotlanders Rallying to Your Cause, is actually currently the giant fabric fire that has immediately <laughs> started to spread in the area. You know, you, you take what you get. <laughs> Maybe that's the, 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 convoy, the convoy uh, like grinds to a halt, and they, you can actually like almost hear from inside some like shouting happening. All right, um, so... At this point, are the guards, like, mostly focused on the on the forward part? Yeah, so right now, like, one of the... So there's, like, probably two of these riot guards kind of hanging off the sides. Uh, I've been calling them jail bulls, because mm. they're, like... Oh, smart, they're <laughs> I like it. They're rail bulls, but they're riot cops, basically. Mm-hmm. Like um, a, one like of them the is, like, kind of moving yeah. in front of the vehicle, looking for the source of, of the throw, actually probably moving pretty close to, like, Flint's direction. And the other one is just, like, kind of, like, uh, trying to put out the fires that are on the exterior of the vehicle. Okay, excellent. Then, um, like, some... I don't know why this is the analogy that came to mind, but, like, some kind of, like, malicious ape. Um, Blondie <laughs> just, like... <laughs> Blondie just, like, jumps out of, like, a side alleyway, crowbar in hand, and I am marking two load for wrecking tools right now, um, demolition tools, and he is going to, like, get at, is the door, like, on the back, like, on a regular paddy wagon? Yeah, it's a paddy wagon, it's just, like, it's pretty secure, like, it's an armored vehicle. But right, so before we get too far, um, I can also have a smoke, I can also have smoke bombs in my bandolier. Would that be useful to hide Blondie? Hell yeah. So they, yeah. So I would tr- say it would... Uh, maybe maybe later, say so is it would would, it would, Yeah, uh, especially for... as we're getting the prisoner out. That, yeah, that yeah. can be uh, ex- help, very excuse helpful. Me. Excuse me. What I'm, what I'm going to say it does is that for Blondie's role specifically, it will set the... the uh, what is it? The risk level to controlled. Okay. Oh, okay. Then yeah, uh, smoke me up. <laughs> smoke you out, boy. <laughs> that oh, happens. The guard who's trying to put out the, the, the fires is very distracted because there's still tons of smoke, but he doesn't realize it's not fire smoke. Yeah. Uh, it, it looks like regular fire smoke, but there's just like tons of it. He can barely see what's happening. Excellent. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Then I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna roll wreck then. And All right. That's gonna be uh, controlled standard. Control? Uh, actually. I'll say I, I controlled the, great because you use the tools. Yeah, yeah I'll use. I'll say controlled great. Okay. No bonus dice. Oh, I got a six. Hell yes! Ooh. Hell yeah, Deller. So what happens on. here is you have a good moment to just position yourself, think like breathe deep, find your inner peace. You mm-hmm. wedge this crowbar that you brought into uh, the uh, back of like the the doors of the paddy wagon and you anchor it in there real firmly and you just put all your muscles into it and yank and you do so much damage to this door the crowbar you are using snaps in half from the stress (laughs) but you have a pretty good like there is a good i want to say like head size hole in the middle of like where the doors connect that will be easier to you know pry apart um, mm-hmm. You actually hear uh, some like old, some very decrepit sounding kind of voice go, "What the hell?" And then <laughs> uh, we'll go ahead and say that for uh, the clock, Vasilia sprung. Uh, oh. That's going to be three of six. Nice. Okay. Um, well, then I 
I'm finally given some time for someone else to act before I do next, but I think that the first thing Blondie is going to do is going to, like, stick his face in, like, the whole, like, um, like, the shining Here's Johnny style. And, um... Are there any guards in there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is a... That is an important part. <laughs> There's one who's oh, okay. looking at you incredibly upset, and then also the driver who's like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, yeah. I think he's going to put his face in, then immediately pull back, and what he's going to do is he's going to, like, reach in, grab the guard by, like, his, like, I don't know, just something of his uniform, and just pull him into the wall. Yes! Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're gonna team. do that right now? Uh, yeah. Alright, cool. Uh... uh that's a fucked up funny move. Uh, I'm going to say it's <laughs> going to be it. it's going to be skirmish. Oh yeah, risky. Uh, and... Skirmish risky limited, and I'm going to say you get an extra dice. Oh okay. Um, one. Bonus the extra though. dice is from how funny the image of this is. <laughs> I, I really enjoy it. Uh, that's another six, baby. <laughs> okay. Look at all those dice you have in skirmish. Good so you yeah. reach over to where you saw like the guard who wasn't uh, the metal jaw lady that you saw mm-hmm. earlier. He is actually sitting pretty close to the paddy wagon door. I guess ready to get out in the event that he had to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, you reach in in a fucking moment before he can even react. Grab him by the throat and just drag him and bang his head on the door and you feel him go limp in your hands nice awesome uh, yeah <laughs> that's so cool and you let yeah. go and you just hear the sort of crumple of uh unconscious man uh kind of collapsing in the van just yeah. groaning in pain a bit all right then um is anyone gonna want to do something before i make my oh, next move i was gonna, By the way, the, I was gonna uh, say the thing bring his face that. close to the door and then i'll blow trans powder in his face but i don't think that's necessary anymore yeah no <laughs> um by by the way the thing that i'm going to give you for uh taking care of that dude specifically is iron hook jail bulls routed to evade oh nice, nice. <laughs> um, all right um a lot is happening um if thalio i Okay, so I know you've charged your, like, crystal. Um, if you wanted to, like, do some go- scary ghost shit, that could be good, but oh, also- Oh, right! I forgot about that! Thank you for reminding oh, me. Oh, boy. But also, it might be good to save for emergencies, especially if that charge would carry over to the next heist, too. Right. Real quick, though, um, because you reminded me and I meant to do this before we started the heist, I'm going to do it now- Thalia, you get to do the fun part of spending the downtime doing the ritual, which is first, you're going to mark three stress. Oh! This is in the rules write-up for it, I promise I'm not making things up. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the second thing you're going to do is, because this is your first time actually uh, charging it as an action, you are going to roll 1d6. And unlike the usual d6, rather than being measures of success or failure... This is a raw value, so ideally you want to roll low. Ooh. Oh boy. I'm afraid. <laughs> I believe in you. I'm here for you. Three? Hey! Three. Okay. Middle of the road. Uh, an unknown clock fills up three of eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared of you right now. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I was say while while the ghost thing is being discussed, I think there's a flashback to you having been doing this like last night while you're preparing or whatever, mm-hmm. and just like this kind of look on of concern on your face as you can feel the sort of heaviness in your mm. heart that you can't quite place. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Talia, 
Um, Blondie just suggested that you can do the ghost thing. You don't have to. Um, gotta hold off on the ghost thing. Really, (laughs) anyone can act who wants to act. Uh, but, you know. Until, until, uh, probably until Iron Jaw Lady gets out of that car. Um, Yeah. But right now, actually, you are not supernatural. Okay, I got an idea. So it says that I am not supernaturally terrified by a ghost you summon or compel. Though your mm-hmm. allies may be. Does that also include my enemies? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, then Thalia is going to, because I, I assume Silver, I should also probably be using code names, but whatever. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I assume Silver and myself are hanging out in an alley, like waiting for kind of their moment to spring. And I say y'all are, so basically the way I'm envisioning this yeah. is right now, Blondie is basically on top of the car. Uh, covered in smoke, not like literally on top of it, but on it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, billowing smoke. Uh, the guy he's trying to put out of the fires is wondering what the fuck is happening. The driver is doing something that you can't quite see. Mm. Um, Flint is kind of in a nearby alley and is being slowly approached by, uh, not like seeing him, but uh, there is a ra- there's a jail bull who is like shining an electroplasm light around looking for someone mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, he noticed where the bombs were thrown from. Mm-hmm. And then you and uh, you and Silver right now are probably just off in a similarly close alleyway, kind of currently disengaged. Mm-hmm. Um, then what I'm going to do is uh, summon a ghost to attempt to supernaturally terrify uh, the the jail bull hunting for Flint. Okay. Uh, so do me whatever you have to do for that. That's probably a tune, right? That is, is a that tune. A specific action that you have? Yeah. Um, okay. So is that risky standard or... Yeah, that's a risky standard. Okay. There's a four. Uh, that's a mixed success in there. So, uh... You attune to whatever arcane implement of your choosing, uh, not literally a gear item arcane implement, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, and you are able to, uh, in front of where you know Flint is, uh, just the uh, sort of fragmented, torn apart ghost of like, you can immediately, you, I think you have a sense for this when you actually pull ghosts like out of ghost land, mm-hmm. out of the ghost <laughs> plane, whatever you'd call it, of kind of like what they are. And it's you can feel that it's the the spirit of someone who probably rather recently uh, died here working in the textile mills. Yeah. Um, and they uh, kind of appear before before Flint and before uh, this guy, which is going to be interesting. Oh yeah. Um, with a sort of supernatural shriek, and probably pretty quickly dissipate again. But it's enough to terrify both of them. That's the mixed success part. That's the mixed success part. There you oh. go. <laughs> yeah. So so the rail bull who was fl- hunting Flint backs off, like, back into the main street, kind of, like, looking over at the uh, still-covered-in-smoke uh, convoy, like, looking around in sort of a panic. Flint, you are right now kind of, like, behind a barrel or something freaking shit. <laughs> like, you've seen a good few ghosts, but, like, there's something about just, like, you know you're not supposed to be afraid of them. You know how to deal with them, but every t- but when you're not expecting it, the parts of your of your mind that have to prepare themselves for just doing the wrecking and stuff they yeah. aren't they aren't ready yet. And you I got jump scared. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got jump scared by something that makes a part of your soul feel like just complete horror just at the proximity of it. 
That what are guard you doing? is gonna have to go back and report to his uh like his boss, like, oh, it's just a fucking cheap jump scare, not real horror. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> So Flint, what so, are you doing now that you're uh momentarily uh in some kind of panic? Well, uh Flint is gonna try and make him feel better by pulling a like I'm gonna spend two load for a large weapon for like oh. a slug gun. Oh like that he's been hiding in his jacket. Just to, you know, in case we ran into any, like, armored prison guards or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I I hadn't been... I hadn't realized that a large weapon can be melee or range. I'm looking at the definition. This covers a lot of different stuff. Like, Yeah, if you gotta uh-huh. hold it in two hands, you know, it's large. Yeah. So you pull out the slug gun and you fire at him, presumably, right? Yeah, you know, this is... I figure Flint has had this, like, since the war... Probably it's like seen him seen him through a lot of stuff by putting holes in people. I'll and, say it's not too know. old, but it is just perfectly kind of beat up in the way that only really you can use it well anymore. It's the security but, blanket of Flint. Yeah. Oh my god. You know. Um so is this a prowl or a skarmash? Like are you trying to like fire at him without being seen or are you just getting out there and fucking blowing him away? Um, I think this would definitely count as like close combat. Like he like pops up from behind the barrel and just like tries to just, like, shoot center mass, put a hole in their chest, you know. Sure. Normally I'd say this is risky great, but because you're contending with uh, the terror and not necessarily taking time to aim like you would, I'm going to say this is risky standard. Risky standard? Yeah. Okay. You're just not kind of desperate. firing wildly, comparatively, <laughs> to how you usually would. Oh, that is right. We need to feed... We could feed Flint some desperates. You could be rolling some desperates if you were ever in a desperate position, but you haven't been yet. Rats. Okay. You've kept this pretty under standard. control so far. Roll, roll oh, out. no. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, here's an opportunity to change that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we can go ahead more. Roll the one. No good. So you whip out your slug gun, fire it, shot goes wide by a pretty good margin. Like, it doesn't, like, it doesn't hit him. It also just kind of, like, hits, like, the side of a wall, and the, the slug actually kind of, like, just sort of collapses against the wall. Like, it makes a big dent. Like, it just got struck by a golf ball, basically. Yeah, it just uh, flattens into a crater, yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, so, a couple things happen when this happens, though. Uh, the first thing is the terrified guard shouts, he's got a gun. Oh. Uh, he, goes <laughs> yeah. he goes for his own. Uh, he has, like, kind of, like... You know that one stormtrooper from the first Star Wars uh, yeah. remake who had like the cool fucking shock baton thing? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, whips oh, that shit. Sh- he whips that shit out oh, and like dude. ready and like squares up. And the other thing is that on hearing that uh, the there on hearing he on cue he has a gun. Uh, iron the Iron Jaw lady steps out of the driver's seat carrying a gun of her own. <laughs> oh yeah. no. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Alexander Messick, Calvin Cox, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Jack Toops, Jarnope, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, MC Verdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Sean Kelleher, Thor Holmquist, and Trashy May. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, 
simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerdscast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook.